God has forgotten me. Have you ever felt that way? I have. Welcome to Choir Talks. My name is Greg O'Neill. I'm the worship pastor at Ridgecrest Baptist Church in Madison, Mississippi. Choir Talks is my weekly podcast. If you've ever felt forgotten or forsaken by God, uh, maybe you're like me, you feel that maybe during times when you've been asking God for help and if not found an answer to your prayers. Uh, or sometimes when you're walking through a prolonged season of time of difficulty or or maybe you've gotten just a wave of several things happening that uh, that are bad and there just seems to be no help from heaven. When I walk through these times, sometimes uh, I begin to think of God as being sort of like me, whereas you know in my life I get distracted and consumed with things and self-focused and and I forget to meet the needs of those I loved. But God is not me. In fact, he's nothing like me, and he is definitely not that way. Um, and yet sometimes I feel as though he has forgotten me. Well, some of the biblical writers also felt that way. If you read through the Psalms, uh, Psalm 42, the writer of that Psalm says, Why have you forgotten me? Uh, this writer of Psalm 22 says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? If I felt that way over the short-term circumstances in my life, the Israelites must have surely felt that way. They lived a whole generation, 70 years in captivity in Babylon. And in Isaiah 49, this is what they say, the Lord has forsaken me, the Lord has forgotten me. I mean, the evidence in their lives gave them every reason to believe that God had forgotten them. 70 years. In the New Testament, Paul says that we look not at things that are seen, but at the things that are unseen. What they saw, the Israelites, was a lost homeland, lost freedom, lost identity, and a lost temple, and thus a lost connection with God. That's what they saw. But there was a different unseen reality. Here's what God says to that group in Isaiah chapter 49. He says, Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child that she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. God had not forgotten those ancient Israelites. Their difficulties had not changed the relationship between them and God. What a powerful and beautiful image here. A mother I mean, when we think about it, that might be a picture of the most fierce type of love that humans know, a mother for her baby. I mean, is there anything that a mother would not do for the survival of her baby? How hard is it for a mother to ignore the cries of a newborn? Won't she, won't she do anything required to get to that child and provide comfort or, or nourishment? Newborns don't have uh, what we call object permanence. I know you know that. Uh, they don't have the ability to, um, when, when they don't see an object, they don't have the ability not to know that that object has ceased to exist. Uh, the same way for a relationship. When they don't see a face, they don't have the ability to understand that that person still exists. Well, that idea of object permanence, that feels a little bit like me when I walk through difficult times and I don't see the hand of God or hear his voice. But just like a love, loving mother, God is there. He hears uh, the, my cries just as surely as a, a mother hears the cries of her newborn. 
God compares himself to that kind of love and, and care. And even beyond that, he says, though she may forget, though a good mother may forget her child, which is almost inconceivable, he says, even if that were the case, I will not forget you. That's an absolute statement. It's a promise that God will not break. He made this promise uh, to the people who rebelled against him for centuries. And then he goes on to add another beautiful image. He says, see, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Now, that's a powerful image. That word engraved, that gives you an idea of permanency. You have been permanently written on the hands of God. Uh, he, that paints a picture of his loyal, eternal love to his people. Now, God is spirit. He doesn't have physical hands. Uh, and yet he chooses this image to show that, that he has permanently written us uh, on, his, on his hands. He's permanently given us a relationship and a place with him. All right, now, choir talks. This podcast doesn't have many chill bump moments probably, but here's one maybe for you. Think about this connection between this image, the image of God the Father, uh, engraving you on his on the palms of his hands. Now think about God the Son, Jesus, who, when he was put on the cross, took nails in his hands, creating a permanent scar in the palms of his hands. And it was through that scar, as well as his other scars, that his blood was shed. And that blood bought you and I a permanent relationship with God a salvation that can never be taken away from us. We are engraved on the palms of the hands of the Father and permanently on the hands of the Son through his scars. And then think about Revelation, those those pictures into heaven. Uh, For instance, in Revelation chapter 5 where John says, Then I saw a lamb looking as it had been slain. In other words, those scars, those earthly scars, still visible in heaven permanence of the relationship and the salvation that God has given us uh, goes on to eternity. God has not forgotten you. God has not forsaken you. Seek him. Have a great week.